all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. What's going on, everybody? Shalom. Come on in. We are doing some extra prayer to end this year strong across all of our digital platforms. It's Saturday night. The feeling's right. We're about to pray so that you end this year strong. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Come on. These additional prayers have been absolutely powerful, y'all. They have been really, really good. And so I pray uh, that you're being blessed. And uh, we're about, about to go to work in just a moment. We're going to add, oh, oh, boom, it's 7 o'clock. Boom, let's add uh, all of our uh, Instagram fam on both channels. Instagram, the Bishop Foreman and the Harvest Search Instagram. Come on in, everybody. It is time to pray. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. I know this is an unusual time uh, for us to be live for prayer. But again, what are we doing? We're adding additional nights of prayer so that you end this year strong. The way you end the thing determines the way you begin a thing. I'm going to say it again. The way you end the thing determines the way you begin a thing. I'm going to say it one more time for everybody in the back. The way that you end a thing determines the way that you begin a thing. And so we want to end this year strong so that we can begin 2021 strong. And my belief and your confession and my confession is that your next 12 will be your best 12. Make that declaration right at the onset of prayer. My next 12 will be my best 12. Come on, everybody across every platform, say it. My next 12, will, or type it rather, type it and say it, say it and type it. My next 12 will be my best 12. I realize many of you um, may be out uh, trying to finish some uh, last minute uh, shopping for Christmas and what have you. And uh, I recognize that. How many of y'all, let me just ask this before we get into prayer. How many of y'all tonight, uh, you did all of your shopping, you did it digitally. Like you didn't, you did it all digitally. You did it all digitally. You did it all digitally. Where are you at? Just wave at me. If you did your shopping digitally, just wave at me. I want to know. I want to know. Hey, Philly, what's going on, Philly? What's going on? Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from this year. What's happening in Denver? Uh, all right, all right, all right. So uh, come on in. As we're coming in, you did it. I see it. You did it all digitally. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Um, guys, uh, we're going to be doing these additional prayers um, uh, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Let's see. What do we got? We got Tuesday. We also have, uh, what do we got? We got Tuesday. We've got Fridays and then Saturday. So then um, we'll pray on Monday night like we normally do. We'll pray on Tuesday night. And then, of course, next Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, we will not pray on Friday, the day of Christmas. We'll pray the Saturday afterwards. And then that Monday, then that Tuesday. And then, boom, it's time for New Year's Eve. Listen, we are going to end this year together. Hey, LA, Indianapolis, where else y'all watching from? Come on in. Where else you watching from? Tell me, say amen for Amazon. Listen. 
Listen, there's a whole thing um, with that. Um, listen, I have been a faithful Amazon uh, a customer for years. And um, and so thank God for that. Somebody said thank God for him. That's the truth. Thank you for these digital prayers. Listen, it's amazing. And people are giving their lives to the Lord. I think last night on prayer, I think I saw the number. I think three people gave their lives to the Lord, something like that last night. It was either three or six, one of the two. I gave the life to the Lord last night, so we celebrate that. Come on in, y'all. Like the video. Tell us where you're watching from and share. Uh-oh, someone say Amazon. I see the eyes. Listen, all I know is, is that it has made things a little bit simpler and easier for me. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. Tonight, um, last night we prayed and we prayed um, dealing with the bamboo tree. And tonight what we're going to pray about, we're going to pray about your decisions, your decisions. Come on, everybody type my decisions. We're going to cover a lot in prayer, but we're going to uh, specifically focus in on your decisions and your decision making tonight. Um, many times, everybody listen on the onset of prayer. Many times um, we spend a lot of our energy and a lot of our time um, focusing on timing, timing, timing. Just if you grew up in church, and I was a child, don't get ahead of God. Don't be behind God. Time, time, time. How many of you've ever, you've ever heard a lot of talk about time? You got to have it, make sure the timing's right and you got to do it just at the right time. And, and we spend such a heavy emphasis on timing and making sure timing is right, etc. And when you look at the Bible, what you discover is that oftentimes, guys, when the time, when nothing was right, that's when God was ready. When nothing was right, that's when God was ready. I'm going to say it again. When nothing was right, that's when God was ready. And so in all of that, um, sometimes that overemphasis on timing, it produces, if I listen, it produces this phrase, I'm waiting on God. How many of you watching prayer tonight across every platform you've ever said that? I'm waiting on God. Wave at me or just say I have. One of the two, I'm waiting on God or wave at me. If you've ever prayed that or said, I'm waiting on God. Child, I'm just waiting on God. Man, I'm waiting on God. Just seeing what the Lord is going to do. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. And the reality of it is, can I be honest with you? Oftentimes, the phrase waiting on God is simply a spiritualization of procrastination and fear. Come on, let's go. It's a spiritualization of procrastination and fear. It is not that we are waiting on God. You ready? It's that we don't want to have to make a difficult decision. Come on, y'all. It is not that we are waiting on God. It is often because we don't want to have to make a difficult decision. So tonight, what we're going to focus on in prayer is your decisions. This is going to be good. If you haven't shared yet, share. I know y'all are not used to seeing me on a Saturday night, but again, we're doing some extra prayers. Uh, to, to help you to end the year strong. All right, Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we honor you tonight, God. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, sir. Tonight, God, as we pray, God, in Jesus' name, we first ask for forgiveness for our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask for forgiveness, God, for our iniquity. That's the practicing of generational curses, the practicing of stuff that we were supposed to interrupt, that instead we perpetuated. We thank you, God, that we are the curse breakers tonight. And finally, God, we pray for forgiveness for our transgression. That is to willfully deviate from what we know to be correct. Now, forgive us for doing it our way. Forgive us for following our will. Forgive us, God, for thinking that this was more about us than you. You created us. And anything that was created, it has a purpose for its creation. And our purpose transcends us. Our purpose trans uh, transcends our passions. Our purpose transcends our will. Our purpose transcends our desires. Our purpose transcends what it is that we think we are supposed to do. This chair was created by someone that knew that one day I, a, a person would sit on it. I happen to be the person sitting on it. God, 
I pray that we would all align ourselves with the reason why you created us so that we would not pursue worthless and foolish things. We would not pursue worthless and foolish wastes of time and endeavors, God, that do not please you and endeavors, God, that were not for why we were created. But instead, God, we declare that your will be done in our lives. Your will, not our will. That's what the scripture says in Ephesians. We got to know your will so we can redeem the time. Forgive us, God, for wasted time saying we were waiting on you. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Forgive us, God, for wasted time saying we were waiting on you to do something, saying we were waiting on a door to open, saying we were waiting on, on something to change. Forgive us for wasting time because we did not want to make a decision, because we did not want to take action, because we did not want to move in what was painful or move in what was challenging or difficult. But in Jesus' name, we declare that as we're going to end this year strong, God, that our decision-making, God, that we would be effective, that we would be excellent, that we would be efficient, that we'd be effective, that we'd be efficient, and that we'd be excellent tonight as we make decisions. We rebuke hesitancy. We rebuke procrastination, God. And Father, we even go so far as to say we rebuke sitting in uncertainty when you have been clear. When you have been clear, we declare that we will be those that hear the word and then do the word. We will be those that hear the word and then take action. We will be those that do the word and then get results. We will be those that hear the word and then do something with it. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray not that we would receive freedom from our past bad decisions. God, tonight we give every bad decision we've made to you and we lay that at your feet, sir. Whatever caused it, whatever caused it to come forth, whatever caused it to happen, God, we lay that at your feet, sir. And we say that we will no longer hold ourselves to the prisons of previous bad decisions. Somebody needs to pray this. We will no longer hold ourselves to the prisons of past bad decisions. But instead, God, we declare that we have the mind of Christ. That's what I taught last Sunday, that we would have the mind of Christ. That means that we think like you, we see like you, we speak like you, we operate like you so we can make decisions like you. We declare that in our next 12 months, our decisions will be the best they've ever been. Come on, Father, by faith, we declare that our decisions will be the best they've ever been. That based on the information that we have and based on the God that we believe in and based on the word that you've given us, that our decisions will be exactly what it is that you have ordained. You said in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, the thoughts and the plans that you have for us. And you go so far, God, as to tell them that while they were going to be in Babylonian captivity for 70 years to make the most out of it. God, we declare we're going to make the most out of whatever we find ourselves in now. Whatever hand we've been dealt, whatever city we're in, whatever situation we're in, whatever job we're in, whatever career we're in, whatever uh, state we are in, we declare we're going to make the most out of it. And make good decisions from this moment forward. And for that, we give you glory. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to say amen right there. So listen, folks, um, tonight, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from. And share this video tonight. We're doing some extra prayers to help you end the year strong. I know you're not used to seeing me on a Saturday night. Uh, I'm not used to seeing y'all on a Saturday night across every platform. But I believe this is going to be good. I need you to type, I'm expecting on the screen. Two things I'm going to have you to do a lot of. One, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Two, I'm going to have you to type a lot. That's our form of agreement. Wherever two or three touch on agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Everybody listen. 
Agreement is so powerful that it gets results even if it's wrong. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. Agreement is so powerful that it will get results even if what you're agreeing on is wrong. Bishop, give me scripture for that. No problem, Bob. Got you. Here it is. In Genesis, the Bible says that they were at the Tower of Babel. And they all had one language. This is the origin of the city of Babylon, which means confusion. The Tower of Babel, when they came there, they all had one language. And the Bible says that because they were had one language and because they had unity and agreement, that there was nothing that could be withheld from them. Listen to me. I pray that you have unity within yourself in your next 12 months so that there is nothing that's impossible for you. God, we cover ourselves right now. I feel like praying this thing. We cover ourselves right now, God, that we would have unity in our with our spirit, with our soul, which is our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, and our physical body. That we would have unity in all three parts of our existence. And that unity would cause all things to be possible for us. We declare nothing, nothing, please type nothing, nothing will be impossible for us in our next 12 months. Father, we decree and declare by faith right now that we'll see the most progress that we've ever seen in our next 12 months than we've seen the entirety of the rest of our lives, whether we're in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s, whatever. We declare that nothing will be impossible for us. Why? Because when there is unity, just like with the Tower of Babel, nothing was impossible for them. So much so that they said they were going to build a tower to the heavens. They were going to ascend to where you were and your word says, God, that they would have gotten it done. You stopped it because they were trying to do it, but they were not trying to do it for you to get the glory. That's why you stopped it. So we pray that not only would nothing be impossible for us, but that everything we do, you would get the glory out of it. Get the glory out of our business, get the glory out of our finances, get the glory out of our future. Get the glory out of us succeeding. Get the glory out of us doing well in business. Get the glory out of our families doing better. Get the glory out of no debt. Get the glory out of, uh, uh, listen, let's make it practical. Get the glory out of harvest launching into new areas. Get the glory, God, out of harvest. Continue to do what we do here in Denver. Get the glory out of Harvest Church Atlanta. God, that's coming soon. Get the glory out of everything we do. Get the glory out of our digital campuses and our digital family. Get the glory out of that. What does that mean? Let people look at us and say, God did that. Let people look at what we do and let people say, God did that. We will be diverters of glory. That means when people give it to us, we'll give it to you. When people give it to us, we'll give it to you. When people give it to us, we'll give it to you. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, everybody type this. Get the glory. Get the glory, God. Say it like that. Get the glory, God. Get the glory, God. All right. So the reason that the Lord came down at the Tower of Babel to, to disturb their language and get they all went away with different languages is because what they were doing they weren't doing so he could get the glory. But the Bible says that nothing would have been withheld from them. They would have gotten it done. Unity is so powerful that even if you're wrong, you'll get results. And that's a, that's a, that's a great thing. It's also a crazy thing, though, too. Because you can literally have unity about the wrong thing and still get that thing done. And you can have success in the wrong thing and think that it's the right thing because you succeeded at it. That's a whole nother word for a whole nother day. I want to move uh, in this tonight. We're going to cover your decisions. How many of you will be honest that you have made um, some bad decisions in your life? Come on, my hands are up. How many just wave at me? If you made some bad decisions in your life, I need you to wave at me. If you made some bad decisions, if you made some bad decisions in your life, 
I need you to wave at me. I need you to wave at me. Wave at me or say, I have, I have, wave at me. I have made some bad decisions. Um, the reality is, um, is that in all of our decisions, before we get to a decision, many of us, especially if you grew up in churches, I mentioned a moment ago, you were uh, you were drilled about the timing of God, the timing of God, the timing of God, the timing of God. And what we discover when you read the Bible is many times, first thing you need to understand is God is not bound by time. We are. He is omnipresent. He exists outside of time. He's everywhere at the same time, which means before there is time, he's there. After there is time, he's there, which means he's not bound by time. All right. Now, that's important to understand because uh, sometimes we will think that like heaven is in a rush. Heaven is in a rush um, when God is like, look, I am in no rush. Y'all ones bound by time. I, I am not bound by time. Can I go further? That's what the Bible says, that the wages of sin is death. What does that mean? The cessation of your ability to operate in time anymore, all right? Um, but the gift of God is eternal life. Um, there's this heavy emphasis that sometimes Christians have on timing. And I want to say this to you. What if your concept of the right time was wrong? I'm going to back that thing up. What if your concept of the right time is wrong? What if your conception of it was wrong? We began looking at this in Luke 2, and we're about to cover this in prayer. We're going to cover several things, and then we're out of here tonight uh, because we got church in the morning. Church in the morning. I'm excited about the word in the morning. Um, uh, I'm excited about the word in the morning. It's a line out of one of my favorite movies, The God, which now my favorite movies because the pastor suggested it, The Godfather, and it says, this is the business we've chosen. But listen, um, many times, um, if we look at Luke chapter two, where we're at right now in the month of December, we're celebrating the birth of Christ. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus. And why uh, is that important to understand? Um, that's a day where the entire world stops to acknowledge his entry into the world. And this is interesting because the Bible says every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. What that really means is that everybody will have to say it and everybody will have to stop to do what they're doing to bow the knee to honor it. So literally, God literally gets the glory because every Christmas, the world shuts down. Do you hear me? The world, whether you are Christian or not, the world shuts down on that day. Whether you're atheist, agnostic, a Muslim, a Jew, whatever, doesn't matter. The world shuts down to honor his birth. Can somebody just say hallelujah right there? The world shuts down. Even those friends that you have that say, I don't believe in all that Jesus stuff. I bet you they ain't going to work on Christmas. Huh? Not. Obviously, there's some exceptions because there's certain things behind the scenes that have to go on, right? Got it? But by and large, the world shuts down to honor the birth of Jesus. Now, that's powerful. Every knee has to bow. You have to stop what you're doing, and every tongue has to confess. Christmas, Christ's mass is literally what that means. All right? But let's go from here. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2 um, that the time came for the child to be born. And what have I been teaching you if you've been connected to the messages at Harvest? And if you've not, you need to get our mobile app. How do you get it? Text the word Harvest. The 55498. Can I get a few of you to type that on every platform, including the Harvest Channel, Periscope, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, um, the uh, Instagrams? Can I get you to type that? All right. Our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network family, I need everybody to type that that can. All right. Type Harvest to 55498. You can get our app. Screenshot it so you can stay on prayer now. Screenshot it so you can stay on prayer now and you can see what we got going. But here's the thing. Check this out. Uh, in Luke chapter 2, um, the scripture says, um, that they were, Joseph and Mary were in Bethlehem. They lived in Nazareth. They were outside of their home city and they did the most important thing that they would ever do. I'm going to stop you right there. 
Some of the most important things you will ever do will not be in your home city. That's a word for somebody. That, that ain't for everybody, but that's for somebody. For some of you, listen, your, your, your home city was designed to prepare you for something, but it will not necessarily be the place where you do your greatest work. Father, give us the grace and the comfort to be okay if what the if the greatest thing you do through us is not in the city that we call our home city. It's not in the city that you call our home city. If what we birth is sometimes got what we're going to birth that's most significant will not happen in our home city. And God, we're okay with that. Please type I'm okay because for some of you it's not your home city, it's your home job. You've had that job for 15 years, for 20 years. You've been in that industry for 15 years, for 20 years. You've been, you've had that car for 15 years, for 20 years. You've had that house for 15 years, for 20 years. You've had that circle of friends. You've had that same hairdo. See, for some of you, it's not the city. It may be, it may be something else. It just means the thing you are most used to and most comfortable with, sometimes that will not be where you do your, where the greatest of you comes out. And I'm okay with that. Come on Saturday night. Let's go. I'm okay with that. Let's move forward. We're covering several things in prayer because we got to get to your decisions tonight. Because your decisions in your next 12 months are going to be the best set of decisions that you've ever made in your entire life. Let's go. So listen, they are there. They're in Bethlehem. And in there in Bethlehem, they are getting ready. Bethlehem, house of bread. And literally Mary's got a bone in the oven, right? I think God has got such an interesting sense of humor. So they go to Bethlehem and the scripture says in Luke chapter two, that the time came for the child to be born. Check this out. They weren't ready, but he was. Here's the next thing. Many times we say I'm waiting on God. God has been ready. The person that's not been ready has been you. And you think that it's not right because you're not ready. And I'm here to tell you that many times when you're not ready, it's right. God, I want to preach. I want to tell you that many times you say, well, I'm not ready. I need this. I'm not this. Baby, you've been preparing all these years. You don't have experience, but you do have preparation. So, Father, help us to see the areas of our preparation and not mistake our lack of experience for lack of preparation. We are prepared. You've been getting us ready for years. You've been getting us ready for decades. You've been getting us. We are ready for this. Please, everybody type. I'm ready. We are ready for this now. In the name of Jesus, when we feel like we are not ready, that's when you're ready. When you feel like that, when we feel like the timing is not right, God, often that's when the time is exactly right. When we say no, not now, you're like, yes, let's go. So, Father, we make this declaration. We've said it in, at Harvest for, for months now. I'm ready. You're ready. Let's go. Father, let's malify it. Now, even if we ain't ready, we're going to be ready. We are ready because you've been ready and it's time for us to move and what you have ordained. And once again, we make the declaration, our next 12 are our best 12. Our next 12 are our best 12. Our next 12 are our best 12. In Jesus' name, everybody, please say amen right there. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. We're doing some extra prayer now, between now and the end of the year, ending your year strong on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. All right, we won't do it on New Year's Day and on Christmas Day. So, when, when they are not in Nazareth, where they live, they're in Bethlehem, that's when the time came for the child to be born. The most significant thing that Mary would ever do, she could not do it at home. Mm. The most significant thing that Mary would ever do, she couldn't do it around people she knew. Now, I'm about to throw the mic and th I ain't got no mic. I'm going to throw this remote. The most sig significant thing, whether some of you, what God has been allowing you to do, 
in these last several months of, of, of the pandemic is to be okay being alone, to be okay being alone, to be okay being alone. What I mean by that is, is not alone in the biblical sense. I mean alone in the sense of being just you. Just you. You got family, you got friends, but just you. Like you spent more time with you. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. You spent more time with you these last, since March. You spent more time with you since March. Who am I? Wave at me. You spent more time with you since March than you spent with you in a whole time, long time. Because you couldn't have certain people over. You couldn't go out to eat with certain people. You couldn't. You, you have been spending more time with you. And since March, and for some of you, like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Can I suggest something to you? That it was preparation to teach you how to be effective and successful, even if you don't have the familiarity of the people you're used to being around. My goodness. Father, we are okay with it. Thank you for preparing us for it. Mary and Joseph did not have the comforts of their family. They did not have the comforts of their physician. They did not have the comforts of their friend. They did not have the comforts of their acquaintances and relatives when it was time to birth the most significant thing they would ever do. So God, we say to you, we are okay. You have been teaching us to be by ourselves in moments and even marry people. They have had to have moments where they have had to get away from one another and have time to themselves. Why? Because sometimes what we birth, God, we're going to have to birth it and we will not be surrounded by our uh, home environment or our home turf. And we will not be surrounded by the people that we are used to, the people that we're comfortable with, the people that we're familiar with. And God, we say, be it unto us according to your word. Y'all be praying with me tonight. Be it unto us according to your word. We're okay with it, God. We're okay with it, God. We're okay with it. Not that we needed us to be okay. But we just want you to know we won't fight you. We just want you to know that we won't fight you on this. We just want you to know, God, that we say yes. Come on, y'all. Let's go old school for a moment. We say yes, Lord. Let's go old school. We say yes to your will and yes to your way. Your way is the, the methodology in which we accomplish your will. Your way is the plan. Your will is the goal. So we say yes to your plan and yes to your goal. Yes to your plan and yes to your goal. Yes to your plan and yes to your goal. We agree with you tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen right there. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this thing tonight. We're doing extra prayers now to help you in the year strong. Tonight, we're focusing on your decisions. We're focusing on your decisions tonight. Um, so the time comes for the child to be born in Luke 2. They are not at home, all right? And the scripture says that uh, because it's just Mary and Joseph, they do not have the comforts of the people that they knew, of familiar people, all right? And for many of you, I need you to get used to meeting new people. I need you to open yourself up. Here it is. Y'all ready for this? To trust new people. To trust new people. To trust new people. To trust new people. God... We lay down all the areas of us, God, where we have been afraid to trust new people, where we have been afraid. God, it's not that we've even been afraid of new, but afraid of old pain. We lay that down to you. And God, we're open to trusting new people. For some of you, you're just coming in and I'm about to be your pastor. For some of my Atlanta folks, I'm about to be your pastor. You got to get used to trusting a new pastor. You got to get used to trusting new business partners. Got to get used to trusting new friends. You're going to have to open yourself up 
for new people. And so, Father, we say that we will not hold new people uh, on probation because of the mistakes and failures and pain that old people have caused us. Father, we will be wise. We will be prudent. We will make good decisions, but we are not going to stay stuck in what other people have done to us in the past. We release what was and we embrace what's coming. We release what was and we embrace what's coming. We release what was and we embrace what's coming. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen right there. All right. Come on, God. Guys, listen, we're going into this thing. All right. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share. Luke 2. The time comes for the child to be born. They are not at home. They're not around familiar people. All right. All right. And guess what? The Bible says there's no room for them. Everybody's in Bethlehem for the census. There's no room for them. There's no room for them in any inn. They can't find a hotel, motel, holiday inn. They couldn't find it. So guess what? Because they couldn't find it. Everybody listen. Many times, please listen to me, especially my entrepreneurs and business owners. What you think you need to do it. Listen. You won't be able to find it. I promise you, I want to punch the phone. That is so good to me, especially my entrepreneurs and business owners, especially for those of you, because many of you, you got moves coming up, physical moves. You got physical moves coming up in the next three to four months. And I need you to listen to me and listen to me carefully. Um, uh, What you think you need to do it will not be available, will not be available. They say to have this baby, we need a hotel room because we need some privacy. We we can't have look, Mary. Look, can we be? Can I be real practical? Prayer, y'all were bishop for me, so y'all know I'm gonna keep it real. Mary's gonna have her legs all open. It's gonna be open all day. You understand? Her legs gonna be open. Joseph's never delivered a baby. Mary's never had a baby. They don't have anybody there to coach. to coach them through this because their process doesn't match anybody else's process. All right. Their process doesn't match anybody else's. So there's nobody there that can say, hey, you need to breathe. <laughs> hey, can nobody say that? She don't have that. What they think they need is not available. And for many of you, listen to me. That's why you keep saying I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. Listen, sometimes what you need is not available to teach you that you can get it done without that. I'm going to say that again. And I need you to talk to me tonight. Prayer. Sometimes what you need is not available on purpose because God says, I'm going to teach you how to do it without that. There was no end to get it done. There was no hotel room. They had nowhere to go. And guess what? This is Jesus. This is God in the flesh being born. This is Emmanuel, God with us being born. And guess what? What they needed wasn't there. And for many of us, listen, what we will do is when we don't see a hotel room, we'll say, well, this can't be God. God came over to do it right now. Because if God wants me to do this, he's going to make a hotel room. You have been taught that, but that's not Bible. Listen to me. That's not Bible. Because Jesus didn't, he didn't, when he was born, there was nowhere for them to do it privately. There was nowhere for them to do it. You can't even find it. Somebody else said, I'm looking for a job. I can't even find it. You ain't going to find it. You ain't going to find it. Okay. Y'all don't make me get prophetic. I'm just looking for a house. You ain't going to find it yet. 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 Who am I talking to? You ain't going to find it yet. You ain't going to find it yet. Sometimes what you're looking for, the reason you want it is because it makes you feel secure. Makes you feel secure. It makes you feel secure. It makes you feel secure. If I have that, then I'm secure. And what does that mean? You're walking by sight, not by faith. So what you have been thinking was God the whole time. God is like, that's not me. That's idolatry. You have faith in an outcome, not faith in the God of the outcome. And I need to say, 
I'm not, listen, I'm talking to me first. I am the first one in line saying, it's me, oh Lord, it's me. Because let me tell you something, I'm a planner. I'm a type A personality. I like things lined up. I like things in place. I like everything where it's supposed to be. I like, it. I, that's me. Anybody else like that? I, that's me. So the way we think, if you're like that, if you're a type A personality, the way we think is that, well, this couldn't be God if that ain't there yet. And can I tell you, that's not Bible. Because in the Bible, they did not have what they needed. And God says, this baby's coming, like it or not. Y'all better hear me. This is coming, like it or not. Come on. Somebody say, my new is now. It's happening now, like it or not. You came too far to abort now. You came too far to abort now. Father, in Jesus' name, forgive us for classifying wisdom as really a lack of faith. Forgive us for classifying walking by sight as really a lack of faith. God, the reality is you did not, when you were born, Lord, you literally didn't have a hotel room, an inn for them it to be done. Which means what they needed to get it done that they thought they needed wasn't there. Father, show us another way. Show us another way. Show us another way. Show us another way. Please type another way on every platform. Show us another way. Because if there's no end, that means you got another plan. If there's no hotel, that means you got another plan. If there's not what we think we need, that means you're going to get it done another way. You're going to show us how to do it without what we think we needed. And we thank you for it right now. Hey, yanda baroshi, God, in Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, excuse me, I'm gonna probably go up real high in the spirit a lot tonight because this thing is good to me. I pray about what we pray about. I don't just get on here and say, Lord, do it. Uh -uh. Um, the Holy Ghost is not an excuse not to be prepared. So I pray about what we're gonna pray about. Um, and this thing began getting me, I was on a clubhouse today, um, that new app, and they asked me some questions. They were talking about procrastination, and um, and uh, and then that thing stuck with me. And then I said, "Okay, God, what do you want to pray about?" He said, "Pray about decisions tonight." This is because many people are saying they're waiting on me, and they're not waiting on me. They have spiritualized their fear and their procrastination. They are scared to do it, and so they say they're waiting on me to do something that I'm not finna do. I ain't doing it. I ain't gonna do it because they are falsely walking by sight, calling it faith. Lord, forgive us. Can we just all say forgive us? Because we have all done that. And again, I am chief among them tonight. My hands are up. If this was an altar call, I'd be down at the altar like this here. <laughs> you hear me? I'd be down at that altar like that. We're praying for decisions tonight. We're praying for your decisions tonight. In Luke 2, there is no end for them. What they think they need to birth this thing, God says, I'm not giving it to you. Now, everybody listen. You would think that if God wanted it, here's what you, if you grew up in church, here's what you were falsely taught. You were taught that if God wants it to happen, if God wants it to happen, he's going to make it easy. That is not true. That is not Bible. In fact, if he wants it to happen, can I be honest with you? Sometimes he'll complicate it. Sometimes he'll complicate it. Sometimes he'll complicate it. Okay? Because there was no hotel room for them. And he's the one, God's the one about to be born. And he said, no, y'all going to have to learn how to do this another way. Everybody listen, I need you to say, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open our eyes. To see another way. Open our eyes to see the other option. Open our eyes to see something we were not paying attention to. Bring it up on a social media feed. Bring it up on Google. Bring it up on YouTube. Bring it up in a conversation we're having. Bring it up, God, and make it clear to us, oop, there's another way. Oop, there's another way. Oop, there's another way. There is another way. Wow.
Guys, if you're not being blessed by prayer tonight, you haven't been listening or you don't speak the King's English, one of the two. All right. Luke 2, no hotel room. They are not at home with the comforts of their home. They are not surrounded by familiar people. In fact, they're in a city with a bunch of new people they do not know. Now, here's what's amazing to me. And I want to go read it to you because I want to tell you what the, the Bible is so amazing. But there's something the Bible leaves out. And I want you to listen to this. It says, um, verse 6, Luke 2, 6. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the end. This is the English Standard Version. And in the same regions, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. Now, here's here's what I need you to get that the, the Bible, um, it, 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 it hides that in there. If they put Jesus in a trough, a trough was used to feed animals, which means essentially, I'm going to make it simple. Essentially, they were at a farm. They were at a farm, which means they were outdoors. They were outdoors. In other words, what they were doing, they felt like they felt they had a lack of certainty. Um, I don't want to use I don't want to use a certain term because I don't want to give the wrong implication. But in other words, they're out in the cold. They are out in an environment um, where there is no seeming um, uh, seeming protection for them. And for many of you, watch me. You are so used to having to protect yourself that you you ready? That the truth be told is you have lost your faith in Him protecting you. How many of you can be super honest right there? How many of you can be super honest right there? Wave at me. You have been so used to protecting you that, that you have lost your ability. to. If you're honest, you, you've lost some of your ability to believe that he's going to do it. Wave at me. I see your hands. Come on, let's just tell the truth. I got to protect me. Ain't nobody going to protect me. Ain't nobody going to fight for me. Ain't nobody going to come to me. And here's what's amazing. God lets them outside. Okay, I'm going to read it to you in the Berean Study Bible. It says, while they were there, the time came for the child to be born. She gave birth to a firstborn child, a son. She wrapped him in swallowing cows, laid him in a manger. Again, a manger is a very nice word because that's not what it was. Uh, it's a trough that was used to feed animals because there was no room for them to end. And there were shepherds residing in the fields nearby. Stop. I have a question. They were in a farm or a field. Question. That means somebody owned that. If there's a trough to feed the animals... That means they were, listen, they were using somebody else's. I want to help some of y'all. That means that they didn't own what they birthed it in. They had to use it temporarily. For some of you, you said, well, if it is not mine, I want it to be mine. I want it to be mine. I want mine. And for some of you, what you're going to do your greatest in will not start being yours. That's a whole word. Okay. They're out in the open. They're out in the open and they're having to use somebody else's. They're having to use somebody else's. Having to use somebody else's for my entrepreneurs, maybe they have to use and lease somebody else's facility. They have to lease somebody else's stuff. Y'all don't want to talk to me tonight. They have to use somebody else's. They have to listen. Can I be more practical? They needed somebody else to give them a ride. Somebody else to give them a hookup. Somebody else to make it happen for them. Y'all ain't talking to me. Y'all are not saying nothing to me on prayer. They, they, they have to use somebody else's. Think about this. This is God being born. You would think it'd be like coming to America when our king was born. You know, yeah, the rose petals and all this here. No, no, they have to use somebody else's. Jesus, Father, take away God. Let me pray like this. Father, we release our desire for control over every detail. 
We release, God, our desire for control and ownership of every little detail about what you're doing in our lives. They were out in the open and they had to use somebody else's. And so, Father, forgive us for thinking that if it was you, it had to be something we own. Forgive us for thinking that if it was you, it had to be something we had control of. God, sometimes you'll start it in a different way than it's going to end. That's why the Bible says in the book of Job, do not despise the day of a small beginning. In other words, don't despise the day where it wasn't yours, where it was somebody else's, where you didn't have control, where you didn't have ownership. We release control and we give that to you. God, we're going to do everything we can do, but God, there's some stuff we cannot do and we give that to you. We give that to you. We give that to you. We're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to do our part. We will be reliable, God. We'll be consistent. We'll be faithful. We'll be diligent. But God, the parts we cannot do, God, we give that to you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to say amen right there? Guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, share this thing tonight. This is so good what we're covering. We're covering your decisions in prayer for the next year. We're almost done. I was trying to do 30 minutes. Uh, but when we get going, we get going because this is so powerful to me. It's so amazing to me because I'm talking to me too. All right. So look, they had to use somebody else's field, somebody else's farm, and they have to lay Jesus in a trough that's used for feeding animals, which means that space belongs to somebody else, which means, everybody listen, they had to ask somebody to use it. And for some of you, you have not, oh my God, because you asked not. You have not because you ask not. I'm going to pray. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt, the Bible says that Moses told the people, listen, please listen to me. Oh, my God, please listen to me. If you don't listen to nothing else I say, ever listen to this. God told Moses, he said, tell the children of Israel to go ask the Egyptians. Question, why didn't he just tell the Egyptians, y'all give it to them? Everybody listen to me. For many of you, what it is that you need is simply awaiting your request. What it is that you want is awaiting your request. The loan is awaiting your request. The deal is awaiting your request. Here it is. When you have this mentality of I'm waiting on God, you're waiting on God to drop it on you. But I'm going to tell you, no, that's not how it works. There are some things that will do that, but there are many things you're going to have to go ask for but when you ask for it, he's going to give you favor. I need you to type on the screen in all caps, A-S-K. Now, don't misspell it and put A-S-S. Come on, let's go. A-S-K. Ask. Father, give us the grace to ask for what it is that we need. Forgive us for our pride when we're waiting on you to drop something in our hands. Instead, God, we're going to ask for it. You said that we, uh, you would give us the desires of our heart if we delighted ourselves in you. You are the God that says that you would answer our prayers. No good thing would you withhold from those that love you. And God, over and over again, you said we've got to ask. You, that you said we have not because we ask not. 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 So God, we declare we're going to ask. And give us the grace, give us the boldness. Proverbs says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. Give us the grace and give us the boldness to make the ask. In business, it's called ABC. Always be closing. Make the sale. Make the sale. Make the ask. What do you want? Father, you have surrounded us with people of influence, with people of favor. 
with people of power and God, we're sometimes sitting waiting on them to drop something into us and God, the reality is we just need to ask for it. We have not because we ask not. So God, it don't make no sense to ask you for it and then when we get in the room with who has it, don't ask for it. Jesus, give us the grace to be bold. Come on, type on the screen. I'm bold. I just need you to get a little, just get a little hood in you tonight. Just a little bit. Come on, I'm bold. I'm bold. Can I be honest with you? Um, there's amazing things. There's somebody, um, years ago, there was somebody that um, I added to my staff years ago. Um, and that we, weren't, we, weren't ma- we weren't making a hire at that time. We were making a hire at that time. In fact, um, we were making a hire at that time. And, um, and so the individual, they came and they made a whole presentation. And I said, you know, okay, about doing something because they were doing something else in the church. And I said, well, I said, you know, to be honest, I said, we're not hiring. I said, but the fact that you just came in here, I said, you just created yourself a position. I said, I like this, this, this aggressive approach. Now, some of y'all don't, don't take that as no cue. <laughs> um, but, but I said, I like this aggressive approach. I said, you know what? We're not hiring. I said, but I walked and I told who was in charge of the team at the time. I said, give, create something for her to do. I said, just create. I said, pull a bunch of stuff from other things and make something for her to do. I said, because the way she just came up in here and had the boldness to, to make that type of request, not knowing how that was going to be received. Now, she was, now listen, let me say this. She was faithful at the time. She was faithful at the time. She was consistent at the time. She was a faithful giver at the time. Anything she needed was at the time. So she had a credit report that backed up her request. Let me just say that because sometimes people go and you've been on the job, you know, and been late all the time. Don't do nothing right and all that and go go into the boss's office about, I'm here to ask for a raise. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just start with being on time. Y'all are quiet on prayer now. Why y'all getting quiet? Uh Oh, why y'all getting quiet now? Why y'all getting quiet? Oh, it is super quiet. I ain't seen these chats this quiet. That took so much courage to me. So I was like, make something for her. Make it. When you ask, listen to me, what's going to happen is you never know who God has been dealing with on the other side of your ask. You never know who God has been turning. You never know who's been watching you. You never know who's been paying attention to you. You never know who's been looking at you. You never know who has been doing that. So I want to cover, I've already prayed for, but I want to cover your ask. Um, I'm going to cover your credit to back up your ask, depending on who you're asking. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray that we'd have the boldness to ask. We pray that we've got the record that reflects uh, the necessity of favor in that instance. God, we pray in Jesus' name that we would ask. You said we have not because we ask now. We will ask. We will ask in Jesus' name. And when we ask, we declare we will have favor. We declare we will have favor. That means preferential treatment. When we ask, we will have favor. And that means preferential treatment. When we ask, we will have favor. And that means preferential treatment. In Jesus' name. Come on. Amen. You never know. I promise you, you never know who's watching. Let me just take a moment to say this for all of you who are part of Harvest and our dream team. You never know. I promise you. I don't, listen, I, I, I don't I want to be careful. Myself. I have developed a habit of, of, of watching and secretly interviewing individuals who don't know that I'm doing that. All right. I'll leave right there. I have made a habit in business, in ministry, and anything I do 
I made it a habit to sit back and just see how people act. I just watch. I observe. I said, I want to see how they're acting before they make their ask. Because then I'll know whether or not the ask is simply manipulation or if the ask is coming from a good place. Let that be a word for some of y'all. All right, listen. They got to ask somebody else to use their field and then subsequently they put Jesus in the trough. Here's what I need you guys to get. Nothing was right, but the time was right. Nothing was in place, but the time was right. As they took steps, God provided. And for some of you, listen, you are so used to your Red Sea moments. Who in your life, you've had a Red Sea moment? But like, you, you got a problem behind you, you got a problem in front of you, and God just, boom. Who's had those moments? I have. That's, that's, that's level one maturity. But for many of you on prayer tonight, and those of you listening to the podcast and the replays, you have actually matured to the next level. And in the next level, let me get you this. Uh, let me get you this. Let me get you this. Uh, let me get you this. All right. In Joshua chapter three, in Joshua chapter three. So you're used to the Red Sea where God parts it. As you mature, he doesn't part it. You got to get in it first. Shut up. God, that's good to me. As you mature, he doesn't part it. You got to get in it first. 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 You got to get in it. You got to get in it. You got to get in it. So let me give you, uh, uh, let me give you this. Here it is. Um, Joshua chapter three. They were getting ready to cross the Jordan. So the Red Sea had parted. They had seen that. So they were expecting that God's next was going to be done the same way he did his last. And he exceeds himself. Which means what he's doing now is going to be better than what he's done. You've already seen him part the Red Sea. So now you need him to see you get in it and then part it. They're about to pass the Jordan through the Jordan River. And listen to this. Um, uh, Joshua 3 and 12. Read this. Listen. Now, uh, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe, with the feet of the priests who carry the ark of the Lord. Or when the feet of the priests who carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, so touch down in the waters of the Jordan and its flowing waters will be cut off and will stand up in a heap. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carried the ark of the covenant ahead of them. Now the Jordan overflows its banks through the harvest season. Listen, but as soon as the priests carrying the ark touched their feet in the, in the water, the water stood still and it backed up. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? See, God says, the next thing, see, you're used to me doing it and you didn't have to do nothing. You prayed, you worshiped, and it was done. This next time, everybody listen to me. God, this is good. This next time, you're going to have to get in it first. That's what happened in Luke 2. They had to get in it first. He said, you're going to have to get in this thing before I part this thing. I'm not showing you any provision until you're in there. I'm not showing you any favor until you're in there. Got it. Mary is sitting here having contractions because the Bible says that the time came for the child to be born. And she's trying to figure out where we're going to take the baby. Where we're going to have the baby. Where we're going to have the baby. And as she's in labor, listen, as she's in labor, then he opens favor for them to go use somebody's field. Did you hear me? Did you, Are y'all listening? I keep saying that because this is so good. This is so good. Father, Give us the grace to get in it. Yeah, Give us the grace to get in it. I want to go up. Give us the grace to get in it, God, and not wait for you to part it until we, have, uh, or not wait for you to part it, but realize you won't part it until we're in it. You won't part it until we've taken steps. You won't part it until we've made progress. You won't part it until you see that we are getting results already. You won't part it 
until our feet get in it. You won't pardon until our feet get wet. The Bible says that when their feet touched the water, then the water stood up and it, and it parted. The Jordan was even, uh, the Bible says that it overflow, was overflowing its banks because it was harvest season. What does that mean? That when it's harvest season, that the flood will look greater. That the obstacles will look greater. Oh my God. That the problems will seem more daunting. That it will seem like more. But that means it's our harvest season. That means it's our harvest season. That means it's our harvest season. Give us the grace to take steps, to take action, to not sit back and say, we're waiting on you. That's what many have been doing. And 2020 was preparation. But 2021, it's time to make the moves. It's time to take the actions. It's time to do what needs to be done. It's time to finally get the credit together. Finally take the next steps. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody say amen right there. Wow, 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 wow. Is this blessing anybody tonight on prayer? That's, wow. Wow. When it was harvest season, that's so good to me. That's the Berean study Bible. When it was harvest season, the Bible says that the river was overflowing. Listen, in case y'all don't know, the name of our church that I pastor is Harvest Church. And for all of us, I need you to just make this declaration. It's our time. Come on. It's our time. 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 All right, look, let's go. Oh my God, it is 7.50. Jesus, I plan on being done at 7.30. Let's give you this last piece when it comes to decisions. Let me just give you one scripture. One scripture. The scripture is this. The scripture is this. The scripture is this. Job 22 and 28. Job 22 and 28. Come on, if you haven't typed that, please type it's our time. Come on, it's our time. When it was harvest season. God told the priest, he said, put that foot off in that water. You used to be parting the Red Sea. I'm not doing it that way this time. In other words, I showed you provision before you did it last time. I'm not doing it this way this time. This time, you got to get in it. Then I'll do it. That's what he told Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary. Hey, look, Mary, 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 Mary. Look, I did all of this for you before last time. Before. See, when you first got pregnant with Jesus and I, the Holy Ghost came upon you, I sent you to Elizabeth's house for three months, a season. That was your preparation season. Now, when it's your harvest season, your preparation season, I gave you abundance. I gave you the provision. I gave it to you before you did anything. But when it's harvest season, you have to get in there. You're going to have to get in there. But when you get in there, you're going to see me show. Listen, you're going to be in there like swimwear. When you get in there, you're going to watch me provide. You're going to watch me give you things that you're like, what? How did this happen? Jesus. Oh, my God. All right, look. Job twenty two twenty eight. We're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap this up with this. Nobody get off. Nobody get off. In fact, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. Especially over here on this harvest um, um, Instagram. If you haven't shared, I need you to share. Listen, Job twenty two twenty eight. If you grew up in church, you've heard this scripture in the New King James version, or perhaps the King James version. And here's the way it reads in that version. It says. I'll read you King James, then New King James, then I'm going to tell you what that word actually means. King James says, thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and light will shine upon thy ways. How many of you wave at me if you've ever heard that? All right? New King James, if you've heard this version, you will also declare a thing, and it will be established for you, so light will shine in your ways. Wave at me if you've ever heard that version. All right? Check out what the, what the word declare and decree actually means, and I'm going to read it to you very simply 
from Job 22 and 28. I posted some about this on social media earlier today. Once the Lord told me what he wanted us to pray about for prayer. Listen, you will decide on a matter and it will be established for you and light will shine upon your ways. If I listen, there are many decisions you have avoided making because you were waiting on something else to help validate the decision. You're waiting on the money to show up to decide whether or not that's the right decision. You're, you're waiting on something else. And listen, prudence is good. Wisdom is good. We need that. We need prudence. But the scripture says there are certain things you simply have to make a decision. Some of you, you haven't decided to have good friendships, so you still have bad ones. You haven't decided to have a great marriage, so yours is still not good. All right, you say, I'm going to see what they're going to do. Decide, baby. Decide, boo. Decide. You have not decided to lose the weight or to get in shape or to gain weight. You've not decided. You're saying, I'm just going to see what happens. You haven't decided. You haven't decided. And there's one decision we're going to make tonight. There's one decision we're going to make tonight. Then we got to go. We are going to decide that we will win according to his will. That's our decision tonight. Can I get you to type that? We will win. I know it's long. Type it. We please follow my instructions. First Samuel 319. We will win according to his will. We will win according to his will. That's the decision. That's our, that's the only one we're going to talk about tonight. All right. As we keep doing these additional prayers, we'll get more into decisions. I, I wanted to be able to prophesy and call some of you out, but we're out of time. It's amazing to me how fast this time goes. Jesus. All right. We will win according to his will. That's the decision. And I know a lot of y'all are typing it. All right. Just come on. Keep typing it. Keep typing it. We will win. That's the decision. That's it. My next 12, I have decided I'm winning according to his will. I'm winning. That's my decision. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got it? That's my decision. That's my, I have decided, which means at the end of the day, I remember uh, yesterday I posted a picture of me. Somebody found an old picture of me back from, I think like 2012 versus like 2017. And they put them together and I posted it yesterday. I think I posted it before too. It was amazing to me for years. Can I be honest with y'all? Can I have a real transparent moment with you? For years, I um, I had, you know, I carried my weight like a middle linebacker. You know, I looked like I could take somebody down. And and I could <laughs> and can. But in that, um, I, for years, I had wanted to, you know, slim down. And I remember, I remember thinking for a while that I weighed a certain weight, but I wouldn't get a scale. If I listen... I didn't want to see what was real because I didn't want to confront it. Uh-oh, there we go. I didn't want to see what was real because I did not want to confront it. So I would not buy a scale. I just would see, I just was wearing clothes and, and looking at my, I was just like, I think I'm about the same size as I was. I think, you know, I think I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And one day I went to that doctor and she gave me the printout of the report. And I said, the devil is a lie. I said, and you are too, ma'am. Sitting up in here lying to me, brought me somebody else's report. I said, there is no way, y'all don't get off because this is about to be real good. We're going to cover this in prayer. We're going to drop this name. We're going. I said, there is no way that I weigh that. You are lying. You are like lying. Coming up in here and lying in a man of God. You are lying. You are a whole lie. Lie. I literally, I looked at the report. I said, there's no way I weigh that much. I said, there's no way. But I, I, no, no, I said, I, I, you know, I said, no, that's not, there's no way. So I looked at that number and I said, wow. I said, God, this is, this is not okay. I said, like, I don't want to be a preacher who can't preach all the way through because I'm 
tired because I'm because I'm you know breathing heavy. This is me. I ain't judging nobody else. I ain't judging nobody else. This is me. This is me. This is Bishop Foreman. This is me. I said, God, I want to be able to run around the church and not have to go sit down. <laughs> I want to be able to give you praise. I'm just telling you, this is me. And not have to do that. I was like, look. And so then, can I tell you what I did? To justify my lack of, um, to justify my denial, I said, well, wait a minute. I got these Timberland boots on. I said, they got to add something because these are heavy boots, you know. And I got these heavy jeans on. <laughs> Listen, that's what I did. I said, so take me back out there to do it again without these heavy Timberland boots on and, and these heavy jeans. We're going to deduct about five pounds because these are heavy jeans. These are big baggy jeans, you know. And, um, and I was like, this is the number. I said, oh, my God. That year, the first part of that next year, we were doing a Daniel fast. Or maybe it was, it was in a month or so time. We were doing a Daniel fast. We were doing a Daniel fast. The very last day of the fast, I um, was laying down and I put it on Netflix and I just put on this documentary. I was like, I got to put this documentary on. And I, to be honest, I don't even remember the name of the documentary. I can't even find it. People say, Bishop, what triggered it? Can I be honest with you? I can't even find it. Which tells me that it was a, it was a divine thing for me. Because it's not a lot of the popular documentary names. You know, It's not them. I have not been able to find it in now seven going on eight years. I've not been able to find it. I watched the documentary. When I watched that documentary, it talked about how fast food and processed food and how a lot of it wasn't real. And like, I thought I was being healthy because I would drink Coke Zeros and, or excuse me, uh, different beverages that were um, sugar-free, you understand? And so then I learned that when certain chemicals that we drink, when our body doesn't know what to do with them, what the documentary said, the documentary said when our body doesn't know what to do with a chemical, it automatically makes it fat because it doesn't know what to do with it. And so a lot of the times I thought I was doing good by picking certain types of things that were processed, certain types of things that were chemicals. And then the documentary said that our body, when it doesn't know what to do with them, it makes it fat. Everybody listen, because I want to get to this point. So I'm laying there watching this documentary and, and I got this doctor's report in the back of my mind. And can I tell you this? I don't think I've ever shared this testimony. Y'all ready for this? I don't know what the name of it was. I, I Honestly, I have not been able to find it. I don't know what the name of it was. Everybody listen to this. I've never shared this part of the testimony. Part of the other thing the doctor said is if you don't do something about this, if one of these numbers goes up, that will put you in a pre, what did she say? I think it was a pre-diabetic stage. I think I've never, ever shared this before. I don't think I've ever shared this before. So here you go. Breaking news. All right. She says, if, if, if this number, if this goes up by a couple of ticks, then that's going to put you in a different state. I said, the devil is a lie. Y'all ain't talking to me tonight on prayer. I'm watching the documentary. And as I'm watching the documentary, they say all of this stuff. And literally while I was watching it, I was laying on the couch halfway asleep. It was a Sunday after church. And I think we had a dream team party that night. when We used to do them on Sunday nights in, in, at the Royal Campus. And, and while I was sitting there, um, I decided, I decided, I decided. I said, I'm not finna be this size no more. And I wouldn't, but listen, I was not morbidly obese. I was not, you know, I was, you know, look, I carried it fine. Be honest with you. I said, I am not, uh, no. I said, no. On that day, please listen to me, Job 22 and 28, that some of y'all, that needs to be your verse tonight and we're out of here. It's amazing how the extra prayers go longer than regular prayer. You will, um, you will decide on a matter and it will be established for you. Type this, I must decide. Everybody type this, I must decide. 
You will decide on a matter and it will be established for you and light will shine on your ways and light will shine on yours. That night while I was watching that, I said, I'm not doing it anymore. So for me, I stopped eating certain foods. That's when I stopped eating after six. That I created this whole system because of one decision. And within four months, I lost 75 pounds. I actually have a picture. I don't have it up on the thing, queued up. But one day, if y'all remind me, I'll bring it up. I have a picture of me. Um, when I was doing, we were casual all like during that springtime. I think I started this in like February, something like that. Let's see, May, it was April, March. So like February is when I started this uh, of that year. I think of 27, 2013. And I changed my eating. I, cha I changed it all. I said, I am not doing this. I'm done. I made one decision. I struggled for years. I had Tabo, P90X, uh, P143X. I had it. <laughs> Listen, I'm joking. I had everything you could do. I would exercise. Listen, I would have the, the, the adjutants and those that serve me. I would have them. and We would have exercise days. I had a bike. I would bike. I would do this. I would run. I would jog. I would do all of this. And none of it worked. You want to know why none of it worked? Please listen to me. You want to know why it never worked? Because I never decided. I never made a real decision. And for some of you, you have not decided anything, which is why light isn't showing up. Light's not showing up because you ain't decided. You're seeing what's going to happen. You say, you ain't decided. You haven't decided. You haven't decided. And in your next 12, you have to decide to win. You have not decided. You have not. You're playing with it. We're going to see. I'm just trusting God. I'm waiting on God. Stop that mess. That's a lie. Come on. Can I be real, prayer? Let's be real. You are not. You have not. You have not decided to have a better attitude. That's why your still is not good. You have not decided. Come on, can I? Come on, y'all. You still don't remember? Come on. You have not decided to get out of debt. You haven't. You haven't. You have decided, well, we're just going to see what the Lord does. You know, I'm putting seed in the ground. Just see what Decide you ain't going to have no more debts in the next 12 months. Decide. You have not decided to get your credit together. How do I know? Because we have presented things for you to help you do it, and you ain't done it. You have not made that decision. You haven't. Okay? You haven't. But I need you to make this declaration tonight. Come on, prayer. I'm deciding. Come on. I'm deciding. I know I said you have, I decided. Make this. I'm deciding. There's, you have to decide to win next month or in these next 12 months, y'all. You have to make that decision. So I made that decision that night. And that night, cold turkey, I stopped eating fast food. I was a fast food connoisseur. Let me tell you something. I could go to any restaurant and tell you the number I wanted and tell you how I wanted it prepared. At Burger King, I wanted the number six, chop it in half, extra mayo, extra onion, add cheese. Boom. And I want fries and onion rings mixed together. They're going to tell you they can't do it. Then you tell them, yes, you can. Make it, make it fresh. Boom. 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 That was it. My favorite Burger King to go to, there's one right across, uh, around the corner from the church. For those of you that live in Denver or in the world campus, right around the conference, I was in that drive through at least two, three times a week. Y'all ain't going to talk. At least two, three times a week. Got it. Chick-fil-A was just coming on the scene at the time. Man, I wish they would have got here earlier. Listen, <laughs> I don't mess with it. That's me. You make your own health decisions. That's me. I don't do fast food. I don't do it. I don't, do it. I don't eat after six. I don't do it. Now, there's occasions that I'll change it up to keep my body, not let my body get used to it. I decided that night, guys, and I went cold turkey. And within four months, I lost 75 pounds. And listen to me. I found out on accident. I'm done. We're five minutes over. I'm done. I found out on accident. I'm going to pray for your decision making. 
I found out on accident because we had been casual and I was teaching a leadership thing up in Vail, one of the mountain resorts. I was teaching a leadership thing and uh, one of the adjutants, the, the aides that was with me to serve. And, um, and so he had a suit that looked just like a suit I had. And so I went to put the pants of the suit on and the pants was just hanging off. I put the belt on. I mean, the pants were hanging off. They were extra baggy. I literally have a picture of me for that. I'll, uh, I'll post it later in my Instagram story. Guys, follow me on Instagram if you don't. Instagram.com forward slash Bishop Foreman. So um, I literally have a picture of me at that time. Um, and I looked at him uh, once I I said, hey, man. I said, look, you brought, this is not my suit. I said, you brought me somebody else. I said, you didn't brought me your suit because the pants were just super big, everything. The jacket was hanging off of me. It looked like somebody else's jacket. The jacket was hanging off of me. I said, I said, you didn't brought me somebody else's suit. And I got to go down here and teach these leaders. And I'm going to look a fool because you didn't brought me. So he said, sir, I did not bring nobody. Said, sir, that's your suit. I said, man, let's go. I was hot as a firecracker. But I looked at the labels and said, this is my suit. Everybody listen. When I decided what I struggled with. Come on. When I decided. What I struggled with to accomplish for years, what I fought to accomplish for years. Let me say it was a struggle because I didn't decide. It wasn't a struggle. I just didn't decide. What I fought to accomplish for years, when I decided, I got it done. And I need you to prophesy over your next 12. I'll get it done. Prophesy. I'll get it done. You'll get the degree done. You'll get the business done. You'll get the debt done. You'll pay the bills off. You'll get the house, whatever, whatever it is. You'll see your family saved. You'll see your body right. You'll see your money tight, whatever, what, or your body right, your money right, whatever it is. Just make the decision to say, to say, to say, type it on the screen, type it on the screen, type it on the screen. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. When? In my next 12. I'll get it done. Guys, I got to get off because I'm seven minutes over. I'll get it done. I'll get it. When I decided. And so literally that day. After the meeting, we went to um, the pastor and them. They like to eat um, and all that. So we went to eat at some restaurant. And, uh, and, and so then we're driving back down from the mountains. We're driving back down um, to the church. And we were driving back down. I'm like, this is crazy. I said, we got to go get a scale. I said, I don't know what's happened. And so I'm concerned. I'm like, oh, my God, what has happened to me? I felt like, Mary, what has happened to me? I was like, what has happened? So for the first time in years, I went and bought a scale. When I looked on that scale, I saw that I had lost 75 pounds. If I listen, and I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. You said, Bishop, how did you know it? Because we had been wearing jeans and stuff like that. And so I just, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention to it. The Bible says, you will, Job 22, 8, 22 and 28, you will decide on a matter. It'll be established for you. It did not happen until I got in it. And when I got in it, that was that. People say now, Bishop, do you struggle with your eating? Do you struggle with one sugar? No, I don't want no sugar. I don't want no white sugar. Now y'all all know that white bread. But I'm good on that too, to be honest with you. I just, I just think it's good, but I don't, I'm, I'm good. In fact, I'm doing something right now. In addition to the fast we just did, there's something I'm doing right now for both fitness and fast for myself. Why am I telling you all that about me? To encourage you. That's why. This is, this is about the word, getting prayer to you. Um, is that I want to pray that what you need to decide, you would just go on and decide it. Father, in Jesus' name, what we need to decide, the decisions that we need to make before this year ends, give us the grace to decide according to your will, and we will win according to your will. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody say amen. Guys, 
But this blessed you. Just type one of the words, something on the screen to let me know. Tell something on the screen. Type something on the screen to let me know it bless you on every platform. I am 10 minutes over. I got to go. Um, Church in the morning and harvest is going to be amazing. 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. That's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern Time. That's 10 and 12 um, Central Time. And you can figure out the rest. We'd love for you to be with us. If you're in Denver, you can come to the building. If you're not in Denver, I want you to watch online. You're not watching me by accident. You're not connected by accident. We'd love for you to watch online. How do you do that? Get our app. Best way to watch, you can text the word HARVEST to 55498. Can I get a few of you all to put that on there? Type the word HARVEST to 55498. You can get our app. You can watch that way. and uh, Or you can watch on YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, the Harvest Channel, all of that. I see all of my Harvest Channel folks. I see I see y'all on there. There's a chat feature on there. And uh, I realize it's a little different than some others, but we're trying out some new things. All right? Listen, if um, if you want to sow into prayer, if this, this bless me. Jesus, this really blessed me. Um, I, I have forgotten certain parts of the story. I, I forgot that the doctor said, if you don't do stuff about this, if this number goes up next time, we got to put you. And I believe the term she used was pre-diabetic. And if you don't, if you don't reverse this course and sit for the last seven or eight years, I told you all the other night on prayer, my doctor said, oh, this was amazing. He said, your way has remained the same. I said, because I keep doing what works. <clears throat> Said I keep doing what works. All right. Let that I hope that's an encouragement for some of y'all. I hope it encourages you. If prayer bless you, sow into it tonight. How do you sow? You can use the Cash App Bishop Foreman with the number one or Harvest Church Give. You can also use um, PayPal, Venmo, and Zelle. Hello at Harvest Church Church. Guys, can I get you to type all of that on the screen for me so everybody can see it? The simplest and easiest thing to do is go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. For those of you we had a re some requests come in from prayer the other night about GiveLify. So guess what? We're on GiveLify now. For those of you who use that, you can you can put us in there. Harvest Church, you'll see my, I think they got my picture on there and, um, and another thing on there. So we've got that. Lastly, if you're watching prayer tonight, you're not a Christian. Tonight's your night. God's coming to get you. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight's your night. Thirdly, if you like this moment, I am not sure where things stand with God. Tonight's your night. You are not watching me by accident. Literally, this is a divine setup. It seems coincidental to you, but it's providential to God. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to do one of two things. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. And then guys, don't get off a of prayer. We're almost done. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. One, two, three. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Come on, respond. I see a question about ETA on the Atlanta campus. We'll have an update actually for you very soon. Uh, we've not put a, a, a lot out just because of all with the holidays and what have you, but we'll have an update for you very, very soon. And make sure you're part of the Atlanta text group. Um, you can get that on our website. Click on Atlanta or Church forward slash ATL. Or you can text HC. I know I talk fast. You can type eight, text HCATL to 59769. But we are excited about it. And you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, do that hand with the emoji or say, it's me. Come on, I'm going to count you down. Five, you're not watching this by accident. Four, you are not watching this by accident. Three, this is not a game. This is not a joke. God's coming to get you tonight. Two, he's waiting on you. One, come on, respond. Come on, guys, they're responding. Come on, they're responding. They're responding. They're responding. They're responding. Come on, they're responding. Just do the hand with the emoji or say, it's me. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I want everybody to pray this with me. And you can keep responding even while we're praying. You can keep responding even while we're praying. Everybody pray this with me. I don't care if you went to school with Jesus. Still pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief 
And because of this confession, I make you the Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or now sure, guys, many people look, the majority of people that watch prayer, the majority actually are on podcasts and on, on the on demand. And so people still give their lives to the Lord that way too. And so just want you to text the word decision, the decision you just made to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Text the word DECISION to the phone number 55498. And when you do that, we're gonna it'll correspond with you. We'll get you a text to show you how to now walk out your Christian walk, all right? We don't want to leave you at the altar. We want to walk with you through your process, all right? And help you to really make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys. Church is going to be amazing in the morning. If prayer bless you so. Again, I'm so excited uh, here shortly um, in one of the prayers. I'm not going to have nothing else except we're just going to do prophecy and uh, and all of that. I'm looking forward to it. I see your hand. I see your hand. Guys, they're still responding. Come on. It's amazing. I see you. Come on. It's amazing. Right? All right. Um, was the documentary called Super Size Me? It, it wasn't. I went back and looked at all of the prominent ones on Netflix, and it was none of those. Like, what the cow or something or whatever. I cannot find a documentary that, that shifted my I can't find it. It may be on there now because I haven't looked in the last year or so, but but I couldn't find it for years because I was going to tell people that, that I lead, go watch this. It helped me, but hey, that's not what it was. It was a different one. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go so. If prayer bless you. See you in the morning. Um, and uh, shalom, everybody. Have a great night. Love you. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Good night. Shalom, y'all. Good night. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin from makeup remover wipes to hydro boost water gel facial moisturizer. BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.